Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wyke Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wyke. If you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in. If you're a regular, thank you for coming back. I appreciate all of your support. Today, I want to talk about something that, quite frankly, it's it's been on my mind lately, uh, especially over the last few months. Last year, it, it kind of raised an eyebrow and you know, for myself, and, and it's something that I think we should probably talk about and consider. And that is scoring within the IFBB as well as the NPC. And, you know, you can probably throw other organizations in there as well. But for today's show, let's just focus primarily on the IFBB. So how many people have ever gone to any type of bodybuilding show or, you know, bikini competition, whatever the case may be? Have you understood every single placing at the end of the show, you know, did you look at the lineup and say, I knew that guy was going to win. I knew that guy was going to be second. I knew that guy was going to be third, fourth, fifth, all the way down the line to last place. Did you agree and understand with every single placing that you saw? And, and I get it. You know, there are variables that are thrown in there and, and, and it's hard to actually pick and choose who's going to place where. And, and that's my point. When you have so many competitors going up on stage that are all coming in for the most part, you know, not all of them, but let's just, let's just look at the top five. The top five is, is, you know, the, the cream of the crop. They are the, the breadwinners of the IFBB. So whether it's bodybuilding or bikini or men's physique or men's classic physique, whatever the case may be, top five is generally very close in terms of the competitors. So if you stood all five up on stage and you were doing the comparisons, just like in the comparison round, would you be able to guess where every single one of those competitors is going to place one through five? Have you been right every single time? More than likely, probably not. I've definitely been wrong several times. People have jumped around. There are people who have won who Quite frankly, I wouldn't have even placed in the top three. Um, so it's it's just hard to tell because everyone looks the same. I mean, let's be honest. If, if you're judging bikini, and honestly, they all look the same. For the most part, it's, it's women who, you know, they're in shape, but they're not muscular by any stretch of the imagination. And I would say 99 point whatever percent of the female bikini competitors have fake boobs. So, I mean, obviously they're working their glutes because they they do the back shots and you see them stick out their butt and, you know, they're judged on that and, and that pose and, you know, the front pose and side and all, the, all those different poses. But when it comes down to it, it's, it's a TNA show. It's a tit and ass show. That's, that's really what bikini is. It's so hard to break down the competitors and say, who's going to place better than who, when pretty much they all look the same. And it's the same with bodybuilding. I mean, sure, you have guys that are bigger than other guys, stature-wise. You have guys that are more muscular than other guys. You have guys who come in more conditioned than other guys. But Generally, the, the percentage of change and difference between those competitors is very small. And to 
a new fan coming into the sport or a new spectator who's coming along with their their boyfriend, their significant other, whatever the case may be, you know, maybe you're you're bringing along your little brother and he's watching these guys on stage and and he doesn't understand how they're being judged or how they're being placed, you know, who what does it mean to be in the middle? What does it mean to be on the sides? I mean, obviously, if you're not in the industry, you don't know any of that, and you're just so confused. You see guys up there in little banana, you know, banana hammocks, you know, little speedo type trunks, and and you're thinking, what what is going on here? I don't understand. I mean, obviously, these guys are are jacked and and ripped, but I don't I don't get it. Who's who's winning? Is this even being scored? Are we just looking at them? What you know? What's going on here? And and it's. It's so difficult to understand how an athlete or a competitor is doing in a given show at, you know, a specific time that I think it takes away from the sport, to be honest. If if you have guys, and, and let's take the whole, um, let's go back uh, last year to, to the 2016 Arnold, when, when Kai and Cedric McMillan went toe-to-toe uh, for for the title in Columbus. So going into the night show, Cedric was supposedly ahead according to the scorecards. Come the night show, Kai completely blew Cedric out of the water with, with his routine, and he got harder as the show got on, and ultimately Kai took the title away from Cedric. But if you're a spectator and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes on the scorecards, you have no idea what's going on. You just see guys battling it out on stage, posing, you know, going toe-to-toe, but you don't, you have no idea who's in first, second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth, whatever, at any given time frame. And, and I think that detracts from the sport. I think the fans deserve to know who's placed where at what given time. So after each round, all the scorecards should be tallied and somewhere on a display, you know, whether it's on the side of the stage, above the stage, whatever, they should say who's in what position at that point. So, you know, you go through prejudging, you have your scores, you know where everybody is at that given time. You know, you go through, you know, the second round, you go through your comparisons, you go through your routines, you go through this, you go through that. There's enough time in between because the bodybuilders are coming on, they're doing their stuff, they're going off, and another division's coming on. So whether it's, uh, you know, fitness or physique or, you know, men's classic bodybuilding, whatever the case may be for a show... There's there's lag time in between there where somebody could be tallying up these scores that the that the judges, you know, the panel that sits in front of the stage, somebody should be able to tally those up and and post them somewhere in in the the building, the arena, the stadium, whatever the case may be, you know, the hall, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever venue it's at, you should be able to have the score somewhere. This is the only sport that you can go that you have no freaking clue what's going on. You go to baseball, you see the score. It's up on the scoreboard. Heck, you go you go watch golf. You look at the scoreboard. Tells you who's in first, who's in second, what their score is, you know, where they're placing. I, I just don't get it. Basketball, football, hockey, soccer, lacrosse. It doesn't matter. There's scores 
in every single sport except for bodybuilding in terms of, of being posted so that the fans, the spectators can follow along and understand what's going on, who's placing where, how things are progressing. Wouldn't you want to know if after prejudging, one competitor is in fifth after the the posing routines, let's say at the Arnold, all of a sudden they move up to third? Now you're like, wow, this cat just jumped two placings. I better watch him, you know, for the night show when they're doing their their comparisons and they're they're doing their pose downs and everything else and, and see how this really, you know, how, what the outcome looks like at the end of this. You know, this is exciting. You know, this dude just jumped up from fifth to third. He might win the whole freaking show. Who knows? And then you might have a guy who, at prejudging, is first. He comes out. You know, he's he's starting to to fade. So he wasn't first. Maybe now he's in fourth. Maybe by the end of the show, he's not even in the top five. Who knows? They could completely screw up. Who? I, I mean, maybe maybe they're eating the wrong stuff between uh, prejudging and the night show. You just never know. So I think the sport is is doing a disjustice to to the fans by by not showing what the actual score is at any given time. It's we we almost seem to be lacking transparency in the sport. And and something that I often thought about was if you look at the scorecards after the show, and some of you might not even know that that there's scorecards that you can go look at. Um Generation Iron usually has some. Uh, NPC News Online has some. Sometimes Muscular Development has some. Uh, RX sometimes will, will post stuff. You know, Dave Palumbo is, is pretty good if he's at a show. He'll he'll talk about the placings as they happen. But it, it just seems like there's no transparency with anything in this sport, and it it disappoints me. What's what's not to say? And and I'm not saying that this happens. But there have been cases where people have not placed where, quite frankly, they deserve to be. And it was pretty much unanimous across the board that everybody who left the show, you know, people online, people on social media, people in the industry were kind of like, I, I'm not quite sure how that happened, how that person didn't win, or, or how that person even snuck into the top five. Uh, you know, their physique was just off. It was terrible. It was lacking in too many areas compared to, you know, this other competitor, whatever the case may be. But there's no transparency in the judging. So when we look at the scorecards at the end, you know, it has, you know, judge one, two, three, four, you know, however many judges are sitting, in, you know, on the panel. But what's not to say that the same judge doesn't have something against one of the competitors? You know, there, there's been so much information and speculation over Kai Green and his past and if the IFBB will ever allow him to be this great ambassador and champion of the sport, and people say that's why Phil Heath keeps beating Kai, even though, you know, on numerous occasions, Kai seemed to have a better physique than Phil at the Olympia, but yet Kai was only given second place every single time he went up against Phil. And, and it, you know, it raises the question, are there judges who continually score certain competitors unfairly compared to the other judges you know is there a judge who looks at a certain physique scores it extremely high because they love you know they they love the physique and then they they look at another competitor 
and they have the same physique, if not better, but they don't like that competitor, so they score them poorly. What's not to say that that doesn't happen and happen on a regular basis? So I think there needs to be some type of transparency. If people are put in the position where you are going to be judging the outcome of a competition, you should have to put your name on the scorecard, you know, for for the, the public to see. I don't understand why they don't allow that and why it, it becomes such such a mystery. It it's it just boggles me. I don't know of any other sport that would allow this. I mean if if you watch baseball or football or whoever they tell you who the judges are. Now, it's a little bit different. I mean, you obviously know who, you know, the head official is in football. You know who the, uh, you know, the, the officials on the line are and, and stuff like that. But you know who they are and what position they have within the flow of the game, what they're looking at, and, and you don't know that in the sport of bodybuilding or, or, or anything within the IFBB for that matter. So it... it makes me question, do we have an issue with transparency in the scoring process within the sport? And I'm not saying that things are rigged. Obviously, there's politics played in, in everything. It's difficult to have politics played in, in a sport where you're competing with, with actual points. You know, for instance, football, you know, you're scoring touchdowns, you're kicking field goals. Basketball, you're, you're you know, you're, you're, hit, you're scoring baskets baseball you're scoring runs it's hard to play politics unless you completely throw a game so with bodybuilding you're literally judged on what someone else sees with your physique or lack thereof on stage on that given day so i just feel like it would it would help the sport out especially for new people coming in that we would have some type of scoring system or display somewhere in in the venues just to give the people an idea of where everyone is placing. And, and I think it would be less confusing to, to new spectators and new fans by doing that. But also, it's, it's going to help, again, with the transparency side of things. If... If someone comes in just diced to the socks, I mean, they're they're jacked. I mean, they're 275, 2% body fat, vascular, ripped, I mean, striated, you know, to the socks. Why, why would anyone not think that they're going to not place better than someone who is, say... To 40 at maybe 5% isn't as vascular, isn't as striated. I mean, it, you would almost think that there would be a clear winner. But that's not always the case. There have been times where you're like, that dude's going to win. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And then when they're you know doing the placings at the end, that person gets second or third, and you're going, wait, what? Ha- huh? How the heck, and you're left, you know, scratching your head. You're walking out of the venue going, 
What just happened? How did that dude not place first? He was clearly the winner. And everyone around you is, is looking at each other like, how, what did we just witness? What, what just happened? So I, I think it would be beneficial to know how they're being judged, what their score is, and where they're being placed just to, to help the fans, to add the transparency, to take the, the, the questions out of how people are being scored. Are they being scored fairly? Is there one judge who all the other judges are saying competitor number one is, is the best that they've seen and showing so on their scorecard, but then you have that one judge who who isn't scoring that individual the same way. And and I know people some people will say, well the sport is subjective, it's different from everything else. Okay. I I get that. But again, it it doesn't erase the thought of maybe there are people out there that have something against the competitor and aren't willing to score them fairly on the scorecards. So that's really the question that I wanted to raise. Um, you know, how would I fix it? I, I think I pretty much talked about that already in, in the podcast. Because I know some people are going to be like, oh, well, you, you know, you have such negative things to say about the IFBB and the way things are going now. You know, how would you fix it? And I think I, I, think I answered that in the podcast that, you know, you would be more transparent. You would post the, the scores in between rounds. You would show what the scores are, where everyone is sitting in terms of the placings at a, at a given time, and and you have it up there for the fans to see. It, it, In my opinion, there's no way that it's that difficult that they wouldn't be able to do something like that. It, it, if they were like, we can't do that, it's too difficult, I, my mind would be completely blown away. I mean, if somebody can't do simple math and, and add stuff up, um, and, and obviously I think that you would probably want to have at least two people checking the numbers. So have one person tally them, have one person check that person's scores just to make sure that they can actually do math. Um, have a calculator there. Ask Siri to, to add it for you. I don't know. But there's no reason why in between rounds, scores can't be tallied and posted. It's absolutely absurd and ludicrous for, for anyone to say that that's not possible. I don't care if, if it's Jim Mannion saying that it's not possible. I don't care if it's Steve Weinberger saying that it's not possible. It's possible. If if you want to add transparency to the sport and you want the fans to know who's placing where at a given time, you can make it happen. It's very simple. It's not difficult at all. So, you know, that's that's really what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, it's, it's not going to be a, a super long podcast by any stretch of the imagination. Probably, you know, 20, 25 minutes tops. But it's something that has been bugging me lately, and and now that we're in full swing with with the bodybuilding competition and the bodybuilding season, I I wanted to throw it out there for everyone just to think about: Is it something that you thought about? Is it something that you questioned that that you thought you know why why don't we have a scoring system? And and just make people think. And if it's something that you guys believe in, you know, voice your opinion. Go to social media. You know, write to to the IFBB. Uh, send a letter or an email to Jim Mannion and and say, hey, you know, out of curiosity, why don't we have this? You know, why can't we put this in place? And and see if you get a response. I'm sure if enough people and and even if the competitors thought it would be a good idea and they started voicing their opinion, I think it would be a great idea. 
But that's that's really all I have for this podcast. I appreciate you guys checking in. Uh, if you guys are looking for a bar, you know, something different from, you know, the metrics and the quest and, uh, you know, the, the Luna bars and granola type bars and all of that stuff. There, there's one bar in particular that I've loved. I mentioned it in, in different podcasts and it's one that, that I personally use myself and that's the best bar ever. Not sure if you guys have heard about it or not. It's a fairly new bar, but we've been lucky enough. We teamed up with the best bar ever to get you guys a coupon code. The coupon code is WikeFitness15. So what you have to do is head over to our website, WikeFitness.com. There's a banner at the bottom for the best bar ever. When you click on that banner, it unlocks the code so that you can actually use that on your order to save 15% off. So if you're in the market to try something new, you want a real food bar, you know, a perishable bar, perishable bar that you actually have to keep in the refrigerator because if you don't it'll go bad Um, it's unlike anything that's on the market these days if you're gonna try one flavor in particular the cookie dough is insane it's completely out of this world i actually use them as snacks at night like as as a dessert like treat type of of food and 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 i personally love them they're a little bit more pricey than than some of the other bars on the market just based off of the the real food and you know quality ingredients versus the the mass produced bulk raw materials you know they sit in a warehouse for 6 months all these bars are actually made fresh before they land at your doorstep which is totally unique i i love it but if it's something that you wanted to try out head over to our website click on the link use the coupon code and get yourself some bars if it's something that you guys love let me know. I love hearing feedback. You know, obviously I'm not going to push anything that I don't like or I don't believe in. So I would love to hear back from you guys. If you try the bars, shoot me an email, go, go to our contact page on our website or find me on social media, uh, social media. Everything is white fitness, W E I K fitness. And, you know, let me know on social media. If you love the bars, you, you hate the bars, you think I'm nuts or you think I'm a genius that, uh, you know, something that, that you guys really enjoyed. Let me know. I love to hear your feedback. But until next week, I hope you guys do great. Right now, we are coming up on Easter, so I hope everybody has a happy Easter. Enjoy it with your friends and family, and I will catch you guys next week. 